welcome back to another episode of EM Board Bombs. Hey, Briggs, what's up? Happy to be here. <laughs> Happy to be here. As am I, as am I. Hey, we've, we're going under the covers of EM Board Bombs here. How are we going under the covers? We're going to do a mashup episode here. It's a mashup of an ideology that I don't say freaks people out, but everyone just gets confused about. Um, <laughs> it's it, it, it's related to dermatology. That's number one, right? It boards love to ask this question and just clinically too. Anytime you see this, it's one of those that people are always looking up. They're like, I need to, I need to find this uh, somewhere. And what is they're going to their go-to right. reference to figure out how to differentiate this particular skin condition in peds. And you can't just say it's macular papular. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. You can't just say uh, urticaria or contact dermatitis. This is yeah. not one of follow those. Follow up in a few days. Right? Yeah. Follow up in a few days. Follow up in dermatology. This yeah. is one of the ones that you actually have to figure out. Oh, do I give steroids? Do not give steroids? Exactly. Um, do I need to admit this patient? Do I not need to admit this mm -hmm. patient? Does patient need to get antibiotics? It's one of those. And we're going to differentiate them and make them a lot easier here. And we're going to take you under the covers because this is actually a part of EM Rapid Bombs. So our EM Rapid Bombs podcast, as people know, the premium pod, that's the one where we drop four to five minute long episodes. We've got almost 400 episodes. We actually took three of those questions and we're going to mash it up so you guys can get an idea of what EM Rapid Bombs is like. And so the general public can be let under the covers, uh, under the hood, as we should say. <laughs> of uh em rapid bombs for sure i guess under the hood is that even appropriate anymore uh dr Briggs? because i guess evs these days don't have like you know anything under the hood? under under the front under the front there you go all right we're gonna go <laughs> under the front here we're environmentally conscious as a podcast i guess <laughs> <laughs> um yeah we did not use and our carbon footprint was very small in making mm -hmm. this podcast this is a carbon microphone yeah, and I totally made up what I said, and yes. I don't know if what Blake said is appropriate or correct at all. So, it's not. <laughs> hey, let's get into it. So a five-year-old girl is brought to the emergency department by her parents. She has a fever of 38.6 degrees Celsius. So what is that, Briggs? 101.5, okay? <laughs> uh, and she appears ill. Her parents report that she's been increasingly irritable over the past 24 hours and developed a rash that started on her face and rapidly spread to her trunk and extremities. On physical exam, the rash is erythematous and tender, and there is flaccid blistering with desquamation. A Nikolsky sign is elicited on gentle lateral pressure of the skin. The following features differentiate toxic epidermal necrol... <laughs> Toxic epidermal nercolysis, I can never pronounce this, from staphylococcal scalding skin syndrome, SSS. S. S. You forgot an S. And so remember, the, the, these are the following features that differentiate 10 from SSSS. <laughs> Except A, is it age of patient? Is it B, presence of mucosal involvement? Is it C, systemic toxicity, or is it D, distribution of the rash? And lastly, is it E, histological finding? This is a tough one. 
This is mm. a tough one. I love to ask my residents this particular question. It's not an easy one. Uh, yeah. What is it, Dr. Briggs? I'm sure they enjoy you pronouncing it too. The correct I, I answer just say is, 10. I don't even try to say it. I just say 10. <laughs> the correct answer is going to be choice C, systemic toxicity. Yeah. That is going to be the exception here. So remember, we were asking the following features differentiating toxic epidermal necrolysis from staphylococcal scalded skin syndrome. And that was C, systemic toxicity. So we're talking about these two big conditions here, and they can look very similar in the pediatric population. Both are severe skin conditions. They both present with widespread erythema, blistering, desquamation. I love that word. Love mm. saying that word too, desquamation. Mm. Mm. However, there are several distinguishing features here. So when we're talking about the age of the patient, the staphylococcal scalded skin syndrome is more common in children, almost exclusively on the boards. Right. You will never have an adult on the boards with scalded skin syndrome. It's mm. always in kids, especially in kids younger than five years old. While Toxic epidermal necrolysis is, of course, more common in adults, right? Allergic skin reactions in general are more common in adults. I'm yep. talking about serious drug reactions, of course. Allergic reactions, yeah, they're, they're common in kids. But we're talking about, you know, Stevens-Johnson, 10. That Those two are classically always going to be in an adult on the test question. So alone, just on the test question, age will get you this answer, I right. think. Because right. the test will never throw you a loop of a child less than five having toxic epidermal necrolysis. Nope. So there you go, done. So this is due to this, you know, immature renal function of children, which reduces their ability to clear toxins produced by Staphylococcus aureus, the bacteria, which is obviously responsible for Staphylococcal scalded skin syndrome, which is why it's more common in kids. Now, choice B was talking about the presence of mucosal involvement. Now, this is a big deal because this comes up a lot when you're talking about drug reactions mm -hmm. and other uh, blistering skin conditions. Now, mucosal involvement is common in toxic epidermal necrolysis, but it's typically absent in staphylococcal scalded skin syndrome, hence the word scalded skin syndrome. <laughs> you're not going to have any mucosal involvement. So patients with TEN can have severe mucositis. It's pretty bad. It can mm -hmm. affect the eyes, the oral yep. cavity, genitalia. It's pretty awful stuff, while scalded skin does not cause that. Why don't you get into these uh, last two answer choices here, the distribution of rash, the right. histological findings, and then, of course, our you know the correct answer here, which was systemic toxicity. Sure. Let's get into the incorrect ones first. So distribution yeah, yeah, of, of the rash. So the rash in SSSS, it often starts in the face and then spreads to the trunk and extremities. In 10, the rash starts anywhere on the body. And that's why it does we whatever the it question wants. the way we did. It's sort of what? It does whatever it wants. Oh, it just, yeah, it just does what it yeah. wants. Exactly. I was trying to do that South Park episode, uh, Carbon's <laughs> being like, I do it all. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, and then E, histological findings. In SSSS, the epidermal splitting occurs in the granular layer of the epidermis. Um, while in 10, the split is much deeper in the dermo uh, epidermal junction. For some reason, they love the histological stuff on mm -hmm. like 10 and SSSS. Mm -hmm. That's why we mention it here. Ideally, we would not like to mention that. No. Uh, but again, we mention it. My least favorite class in med school. Least I favorite know. class in med school. I know. I know. I like it, most of them. I like most of them. That was the one it, I did not like the most. Didn't you have a book on histology that you published? No. Or was it pathology? It's pathophysiology. Pathophysiology. Sorry. Yeah. sorry. It's available on Amazon still, by the way. Soft oh plug. Gosh. Yeah. Link in the bio. No. <laughs> Link in the bio. <laughs> no. Yeah. If you're, if you're listening to this podcast, but still want to pass step one. <laughs> right. All right. So the correct answer was systemic toxicity. Both conditions can be associated with systemic toxicity, such as mm -hmm. fever and malaise. Now, this is due to the extensive skin damage and potential for secondary infection. So therefore, the presence of systemic toxicity 
does not differentiate SSSS from 10, mm-hmm. right? But the things that are going to help you differentiate are going to be what? All right, hey, I'm going to do a quick, can I do a quick? Uh, yeah, do it. What am I going to do here? A the, viewers, the viewers are real. The viewers love it. Go the ahead. viewers love it. They love the shorts. Actually, right. actually, Briggs, I'm going to have you do it. You do the short this time. Yeah. Go. So the following features differentiate toxic epidermal necrolysis from staphylococcal scalded skin syndrome. That's going to be the age of the patient, the presence of mucosal involvement, distribution of the rash, and histological findings. That's what you're going to be tested on. So why don't we uh, bring this in to do some coaching really fast and wrap this up. That's what we do in our rapid bombs. Let's do it. Do it. So staph scalded skin syndrome and toxic epidermal necrolysis, they're they're really scary skin conditions. Right, right. They're going to be differentiated by the age, like we talked about, right? Staph scalded skin is going to be much more common in children, almost exclusively in kids on the test. Right. TEN is going to be exclusively in adults on the test. Right. TEN almost exclusively will have mucosal involvement. Staph scalded skin never has mucosal involvement. Mm -hmm. The distribution of the rash here, remember that staph scalded skin can start in the face, spread to the trunk typically. TEN does whatever it wants. It'll start wherever it wants. It'll go everywhere. Yep. And of course, the histological findings really random, but really annoying. Staph scalded skin starts in this granular layer of the epidermis. It's just in the epidermis, right? It's that desquamating right. rash. TEN goes much deeper. It's dermal, right. epidermal junction, very scary stuff here. And that's yep. really it. And that's it. And those are like the four things that are going to mm-hmm. help differentiate. The one kind of common feature that you're looking at that we described is that systemic toxicity right. for both.